Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to, uh, you're watching and listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, recording live from the Podcast Network Asia Studios. First time ni Chino Rito, actually fresh pa siya from the Bay. So, Kakapanood yeah. lang ng AEW Revolution ngayon. Yung, That's right. Yung hangin that he breathed in, yung mga hininga rin na Saraya, Tony yeah. Storm, dinadala niya na rito. Well, medyo malayo ako, but yeah. <laughs> they were in the sure. same building at the same time at hey, one hey, point. Hey, you know what? Uh, Red Velvet sat right across from oh, yeah, Boston. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Nice. yeah. Red Velvet was pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 so there's that. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Chino has a lot of stories about yeah. uh, AEW Revolution. But first, welcome back, Chino. It's Thank great to, uh, to see you in person. Uh, I think the last time I saw you was last year. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, guys, first of all, for having me back here. Oh, training Grand EB nina Emil yeah. Chino. <laughs> yes, yeah, finally, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So hey, what's up, everybody? Sobra happy kami dito sa setup natin kasi multicam setup tayo. Tipo mag-enjoy si Kevin Dunn na i-direct yung you ano. Yeah. You know, uh, Kevin Dunn moves ng ating right. production team. <laughs> si Julio manning the uh, Kevin Dunn seat tonight uh, for the podcast. Um, really appreciate everybody joining us on Facebook and on YouTube, the usual streams. Uh, if you want to chime in, you can also hit us up on Twitter and on Instagram at WrestlingTwixPod. You know what to do. Uh, pero siyempre, before we get to talking about all of the big things that have happened in the world of wrestling for the, uh, from the past week, we got to let you know about uh, the many benefits of being a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron. All right, so we just had the watch party for AEW Revolution this past Monday. And if you want to join our future watch parties on our Discord server, you can do that by uh, subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. So aside from the watch parties, other perks of uh, being a uh, Patreon is uh, our Discord community where we talk about anything and, and, and everything under the sun. Of course, that includes wrestling, but we also talk about gaming, sports, memes, music, fashion, everything. So there's that. And also we have our Pasabais, which the next one will come soon at uh, during WrestleMania season. 
Si Maraming Sales. So if you want to get your authentic WWE shop merch, you could uh you could do you could do that by subscribing to our Patreon. And also we have our review content from the weekly wrestling shows like Ross, SmackDown, NXT. And some local uh, wrestling events as well. And by subscribing to our Patreon, you're supporting everything that we do here on the po- on the podcast. So again, please subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast at the low cost of $5 or in our local currency. It's around 260 to 270 pesos. Look at the meal reading out the Patreon. Good job. Making him do it uh, for Drop quite a you. what? Thanks, how many weeks out? A month now, I think. Yeah, oh, a month. yeah, yeah. So yeah, and so we have a viewing party, WrestleMania watch party. You asked for it. We're bringing it back. Uh, it is back once again at our friends from Skinny Mike Sports Bar in Bonifacio Global City. And syempre, two days sa to, so two nights ang ating offer. You can go to one night or one morning or both mornings. All you gotta do is sign up. Through our link, uh, the link is posted on our Facebook page. It is a Google form that you have to fill up and then transfer. Oh. Yung, uh, no. Also, y'all, we're yeah. doing um, early bird uh, specials yes. right yep. now yep. until the twenty seventh. Yes. So, guys, kung gusto niyo matipid para may extra money kayo pang itlog, pang onions, and then <laughs> bilin na kayo ngayon right now. It's still cheap. It's going for uh, seven hundred for two days. Uh, no, no, four hundred pesos for one day. Yeah, and two uh, seven hundred fifty pesos for two uh, days. Yeah, when you get one day pass, ako bahala kung kailan kayo yeah, pupunta. Yeah, that's right. And then if you think, uh, uh, if you like, suddenly find yourself wanting to go to the other day that you missed. Sorry, ka, buhay ka. Mas mura pa siya ngayon until the 27th. So you guys jump on it while you can. Yeah, we're doing this in partnership with our friends from Geek Talk PH. You might know them, uh, the likes of uh, Galactic Sharks and Legend Dennis and all the cool guys over there. Yan, so part. Please support if you want to watch the watch party, if you want to watch WrestleMania with your fellow fans. I know some of you have been uh, asking for this. You've been asking us, what are we going to do again? skinny mics. watch party is This is it. This is it now. Let's go. Yeah, so we'll see you then. Uh, or they'll see you then. I'll be uh, calling WrestleMania from home in my room. Yes. So, I'll be in my All right. May hoodie ka naman eh. Wag ka na mag-reklamo. Oh, there, there. <laughs> yung WrestleMania hoodie straight from HQ. So, ito ngayon sa in-studio recording natin. Speaking of WrestleMania, let's talk about Raw establishing the WrestleMania storylines. And we're going to start off with Jay Uso finally picking a side. And surprise, surprise, not really. He is still an Uso. Uh, because for a while, Debanik interfered on Sammy's behalf. And there were uh, signs na mukhang titiwalag si Jay from the bloodline. Sa kanya naman talaga nagsimula itong Reign of Terror ni Roman Reigns. And here we are uh, heading towards WrestleMania na mukhang we are really gonna get the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the Tag Team Championships. So Chino, bilang uh, bagong... Bagong balik lang from the US. Um, what do you think about Jay turning on Sammy the way he did nung end of Raw? I, first of all, I don't know what the one has to do with the other, but. Ne, unain kita, unain kita para ano, gising pang utak mo. I, um, I, I saw something online ha, uh, that said some, that said something along the lines of Jay whispering something in Sammy's ear. I don't know how plausible that actually is, but I'd like to believe seeds of discord have still been sown or still in there in in the Usos. And honestly, the end game that I want to see for Sami Zayn is for him to compete 
for the undisputed titles again. Because feeling ko, the WWE really had something there with with Sami Zayn and his pop and the surprise, uh, the surprise, the surprise responses that he's been getting, especially since Elimination Chamber. So I really want to see him back in the singles run again. Now I don't really know if this was the right move for both of them. I don't know if this reluctant uh, KO Sami reunion is the right move because. I really still believe that Sammy is a single superstar and that they really have something there with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, ikaw, Emil, do you think that it's a missed opportunity for Sammy? Na, okay, ito na yung resume na story mo. Yes. You know, I still think na, um, the perfect WrestleMania for Sami Zayn is, of course, going after Roman Reigns. But I think we're <laughs> point the point of no return. Eh. This is, it is what it is. We already seen the Usos reunite, even though it's still, you know, like it's still reluctant on Jay's part, no? Um, because I think, ano pa din eh, uh, he's, he's still against Roman, mm. but because, remember, on SmackDown, uh, Roman said na, if Jay isn't back, it's, he's gonna blame Jimmy. So, Jay will always have Jimmy's back. Pero, he, he like, it doesn't mean that he's aligned with the bloodline. So, but in terms of the, Sami Zayn's WrestleMania, Road to WrestleMania. I already accepted that, but this is probably going to be it. And we can always go back to Sami Zayn challenging for the Undisputed Championship post-WrestleMania. Maybe uh, in a pay-per-view next month or or, or samakalawa. So, but WrestleMania, I'm okay with it. Igaro, what do you think of Jay going through all that character development only for him to go back uh, to being with, with the bloodline? Before I answer that, I wanted to address si Aaron sa ating comments sa chat. He says, Ang ganda ng set natin this week. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. Have you seen the plant in the corner? <laughs> um, may budget na kami for halaman. Oh, Mitch yeah. 2 yung pangalan niya. Oh. <laughs> yeah, between, between one firm. <laughs> and the Jerrytron. Uh, and the Jerrytron. <laughs> the Jerrytron 4000. Uh. Alright, um, okay. So, the thing is, I, I was watching it. I was catching up with it on, on Raw kanina and... Uh, at first, it seems very, very disappointing because, uh, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And that's the third heartbreak in the span of a month. Like, first we had Sammy, then we had MJF or Brian, and then we have um, Jay. And I got to thinking, I, I, I don't want to be optimistic, but I have no choice but to be optimistic. It doesn't seem like the type of thing that they would do just because like I think may merit then in thinking that maybe this isn't it maybe this is a front for something else maybe Jay is in this to you know uh, play 5D chess against Roman I think there is still something here even though that you know puts us in at the risk of having our hearts broken again I think uh, I think yeah I think there's legs to this theory so um so okay, wait and see mode. Uh, it is painful to watch, but I think there is, you know, a potential benefit in thinking that there could be more to it. You mentioned the word theory. Let's talk about one Austin theory whose WrestleMania storyline was also cemented this week when he openly went after John Cena and said he wanted Cena 
to fight him for the United States Championship at WrestleMania. And then, Shepard, si John Cena, uh, he, he grants children's wishes, diba, as a make a wish celebrity. So he granted another kid's wish in Austin Theory. So, Emil, what do you think about this one? Because, medyo na telegraph na nila to, especially with Theory making all of these allusions to John Cena for months at this point. Yeah. Um, papunta na rin tayo dito, eh. And, this was a layup for them. We all know Cena's coming back, and we all know his WrestleMania match is going is going up against Fury. Uh, so I think they did it well. The promo on Monday was, uh, I, I, I think it was a bit much, uh, but that's Cena. We Not all, much because he didn't need to. Uh, he didn't really bury uh, Austin Fury, but he was like he made the same he, like he made the same comments. Like he did against Roman back in 2017 during that promo, where he doesn't really need to go there to sell the match, but he did. So, but at this point, it's Cena. Cena can do anything. And ano nila kay Cena? They'll fire him. No, so I, here's the thing: though. what would you prefer Cena do? Because he could go back to his what mid 2010 mid 2000s uh, yeah, okay. corny shit. Uh, see, like, okay, so okay, that's all. Would you rather have the the, the savage real talk? Yeah. Cena? I was yeah. just feeling uh, John Cena is at a point of metaness, and yeah. and in the in this current day and age that we live in, wherein he can call out people for their own BS, and it's like throwing a kid in the deep end, yeah. it, You sink or swim at that point. And we saw that when it happened with Roman Reigns, and it benefited him. Now, this is the same lesson that Austin Theory has to learn moving forward because John Cena isn't out there to battle rap anymore or to do this all day long. He's actually going to go out there and he's going to try and teach you a thing or two. If you want to pick up something and learn from it. <laughs> well, what did you think of John Cena realizing his uh, his Tanahashi mode, which is like this big star who's now the veteran that you need to knock down to make a name for yourself as the young buck? I thought it was interesting. I thought it was a nice takedown by Cena. Um, for I don't know who this is script. I mean, yung mga banat niya if it's scripted for him or if he if it's coming from him. But I think he has this pretty astute observation about um, the people he's facing. Um, the only thing I have here is that uh, John Cena is trying to talk to Austin Theory as though he wants to be liked, as though he as though uh, he thinks Theory wants to be liked. Mm. But it's not the case of that. Uh, I don't think Theory cares about being liked by the crowd. Um, that's Logan Paul's thing. That's why he insisted on being a face. Yes. Um, Theory just wants to be the greatest. And uh, it doesn't matter if the crowd likes him or not. So I thought that that's where the Cena uh, burns were missing. So okay na sana, it was just that. It just didn't align with who I know Austin Theory is as a character. But pretty good. Um, I think it's also really great that Cena is self-aware. He is old and he's not there anymore. He's a part-time Hollywood guy. But he is still the challenge that the young guns uh, are seeing. Because, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's like Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem, right? Daming guns, uh, Did you become John Morant overnight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, young guy sees old guy, thinks he's an easy target. So that's the thing, right? So, yeah, um, it's good that he's embracing that because otherwise he's going to look dumb for not accepting that role. 
sabi ng Fightful Select, uh, wala raw producer na nakalist for the John Cena segment. Okay, so so people think na it was all Cena. Yeah. yeah. I guess... Which is good, yeah. yeah it's yeah. good, it's good. It's good because the content isn't uh, meticulously scripted. Pero yun nga, if there were someone to edit it, it would have, at least Cena would have known na, okay, this isn't quite aligned on sa hierarchy theory. Like, it's nice... It it makes for good television. It's great sound bites, but um, Cena delivered such a burning promo. But kind of seemed like he wasn't quite familiar with his source material, if you will. I, I like it though because it forces theory to dig deeper. Yeah, Cena was calling him out for being the prototype essentially. But that was all just of the promo. So it gets gets killed because I I really like how how he forces the other guy to dig deeper. Right? This this first round he was testing the waters against theory. Now theory has three more weeks to become creative and to come up with a rebuttal. Yeah, actually, feeling ko si theory magdadalen tong feud na to eh, because yeah. I have no idea what John Cena's schedule is heading into WrestleMania. Does he need to be away for filming, uh, for other projects or whatever? Because if he's actually gonna appear on Raw to go head to head with theory on the mic and good they can actually sell the story even better but if John Cena is going to be away until Mania it's all going to be on theory heading into April I mean Fast 10 isn't coming out for another few months so he might have time on his plate but then again hindi ko naman alam yung schedule ni John Cena may lakad na siya I mean the reason why they, <laughs> they crammed everything in this one segment this week is like proof now. okay Cena doesn't have the entire month of March to be here and push this story diba? so I guess that kind of gives you an indication of what his schedule is. So, sayang, I actually want them to extend the courtship to at least two more weeks. Because I thought that Cena saying no at the beginning was mm. really compelling. Yeah. Uh, and then he listed his reasons why. Mm. He, pa deserve, pa uh, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. why why does it take what, two minutes for him to change his mind? <laughs> well, yeah, just because his bald spot was brought up yeah, or whatever. Yeah, because uh, na, na, na hurt yung pride ko na ano, na di mo, di ka, ah, di ka maglalaban para sa, ano, sa C-Nation. Mm. So, it could have been stretched more, but obviously, um, his other commitments have forced him to make the most out of his WWE appearances. Well, yeah. on, the, on the contrary, I think one, one promo is enough to build this match for me because the, the build, the, Austin Theory, the future megastar against, you know, the current megastar, which is John Cena, that, you know, you know, yung sell, sell point mo for that match. So, I think th- if Cena's not gonna appear, uh, on, on Raw, uh, on, t- towards Mania, I'm okay with it, cause at least we got this segment. And they, I- I'm sold. I'm sold with that match, uh, with just that, no, uh, promo. I just think it's hilarious that, you know, all you gotta do is point Cena's bald spot out <laughs> <laughs> to get him to approve the match, to accept the match. Yeah, or, but, like, like, insult the crowd to the point that Cena will decide to stick up for the crowd oh, to right. get back at you. And then you can manipulate kung ganun. <laughs> oh, di ba kung nagtatrust ako, kaya, I am, mahina ka pala John Cena eh. Pumayag ka agad, di ba? Uh, so yeah, um, that, that's enough Austin Theory, John Cena for now. Um, another WrestleMania storyline that we saw na mukhang official na is this trios match or this six-woman tag team match between Damage Control against Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, and Lita. Ikaw, Chino, sabi mo, Trish is your favorite women's wrestler of all time. How yeah. do you feel about her unretiring again? Honestly, I don't like it. Wow, <laughs> wow. I don't like it uh, because... WWE has a habit of relying on old, um, retired, or quote unquote legends, right? when, when, around the WrestleMania season. Right? I mean, it speaks to their lack of depth, 
depth. It speaks to their lack of trust in the newer talent that they have. But I don't like it when they have to rely on um, classic names just to sell a pay-per-view. When they have so many other wrestlers on that card who can actually do it. Why are, what happened to damage control? Why are they now suddenly in the feud with uh, with the, these legends and Becky Lynch? Why can't why did they have to drop the titles? Why can't couldn't they be built up like the the dangerous heel stable that they were starting out to be? Why why aren't they using other people in this feud? That these are to be unnecessary picks. They didn't did they have to call Lita out of retirement or Trish out of retirement. And that's all well and fine. But at the end of the day, you're burying the newer talent. And that's just unfortunate for people who want to break into the business. What do you think about that, Rona? Chino brings up all of these older talent, uh, these legends who are being brought back from WrestleMania. And looking at the card now, there are a lot of uh, talents from the Attitude and Ruthless Aggression eras who are part of this year's WrestleMania match or card. Uh, guys, we've been wrestling fans for more than 20 years, uh, except for Emil. Uh, why are we so surprised that WrestleMania has big stars? You know, um, Triple H has only been around for under a year. So parang it's not enough time for him to have built these new stars. So it's always going to be a old star game when it comes to WrestleMania. So I'm not surprised with this anymore. I get what Gina's saying. Now, yes, we should focus on the new generation the same way AEW did No Revolution. But it's it's still the name of the game but the things at WrestleMania. So I'm not... So I don't enjoy it the most. I don't really... I'm not super hyped for uh, this six-woman tag match. But I understand why it's happening. And uh, if it makes people uh, like uh, these other fans happy that Lita and Trish are wrestling again, then um, who am I to disagree? I'm sure it's a big honor as well for uh, the, the ladies of Damage Control and Becky Lynch. Yeah, Ikaw Emil, does this excite you? Because Trish and Lita are before your time, diba? Right? I really wish this this just could have been a singles match between Bailey and Becky. Because they were initially initially in the feud. Eh? Mm. So, usually when you have like two uh, two great uh, wrestlers in your roster like Becky and Bailey, the 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 payoff match is at WrestleMania. So, yeah. I, I don't know why they didn't do these legends. I mean, maybe the point of Rona, this is WrestleMania. You need all the you know all the stars, all 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 that, but. To me, this should have just been a singles match for me. All right. We've got at least three new WrestleMania matches na, na determined from Raw. Uh, there was another one na on its way there based on SmackDown, but we'll get to that on the audio only. For now, though, as we cross over to the blue brand, we got to talk about Cody Rhodes' appearance on SmackDown when he confronted Roman Reigns. And at the end of the segment, they shook hands and they just said, the be- may the best man win. We're about a month away from WrestleMania, and now I guess the question is: Oh, in hands na sila. Where do they go from here, Chino? They just fight. That's where they go. They yeah, but fight. you know, that's you know. I mean, that's still a month away. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Because I don't think they can build this up any yeah. more than they already have. That's a problem with this feud day. They didn't know that Sami Zayn was going to be a thing, <laughs> and they didn't expect Cody Rhodes. 
to not be as big as he was when he made his debut, diba? When he made his return pala. So, nagkaroon sila ng konting mismanagement on their part, yeah. creative mismanagement. Because they already had something with Sami Zayn, but they still stuck to their guns with Cody Rhodes. And so now, there are people in the crowd who don't really want to cheer for Cody because they were given Sami or KO or somebody else who had to replace Cody during his time on the injured roster. So now, they're trying to stick Cody in our faces and I don't think it's going as well as they thought. Wait, are you already turning on Cody at this point? I was, <laughs> I, honestly, I was never on the Cody Rhodes train. To be honest, I was never a part of that Cody Rhodes bandwagon. Sure, fine. That's great. Congrats. But I, I know you, man. You said what you said. Don't act like you didn't say what you said, right? So, hindi ako makasakay dun sa Cody Rhodes na finish the story and all that. Kasi, alam ko naman kung saan siya nagagaling. He's doing it out of spite, diba? All, all his problems always start with my father, my daddy. Why can't you do something that's just for you, my guy? Come on. That to me is what I can't stick behind it. That's the that's the whole problem I have with Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ro, you seem to have reservations then. Because uh, we still have three or four weeks of TV left. No, no, no. I asked this question. I was the one who asked this question. Where, where do we go from here? Like, um, the segment on SmackDown seemed pretty final. That's just some. That's the kind of thing you do when it's almost when it's a go home yeah, show to WrestleMania. Show. Mm. Uh, so I was asking where else could they go, but then they then Raw happened, and then Cody ended up saving Sammy from the Bloodline beatdown, and it wasn't KO. So I guess that's how he ends up pissing Roman Reigns more na. Mm. So I guess there's that, but if they didn't find that, then I felt like Roman was just gonna focus on Sammy and Jay and Jimmy the entire time. Like, okay, I said I I happen to have this title match on night two of WrestleMania, but my real focus is on my fighting family. So um, it's interesting now where they're gonna go from there. I I, I got peaked again. So does this? I don't know. It kind of feels like, because Sami Zayn was such a hot product, they had to hitch Cody's wagon to Sami just to make him stay relevant while we're like three weeks out. Yeah, what do you feel about that, Emil? Because Cody's supposed to be the guy in the biggest story and the way Rose said it made it seem like pusa lang siya dito sa family drama. I mean, what has some choice? That's the only way... He's gonna be truly involved in the storyline if it's if bakasaw-sawsha sa business ng bloodline because if kung hindi yon ano gagawin niya for 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 weeks tutungangan pagintay na lang siya till WrestleMania so they book themselves into a corner here with even uh, with you know pinilit nila si Cody Rhodes yung manalo at the Rumble they they could have had someone else they could have uh, run an audible but there they they stuck they stuck out to their to, to their guts and we're here now in a situation where we don't know what to do with Cody Rhodes. Ito sabi ni Aaron in the comments, the five trials of Cody Rhodes. In daw gagawin into WrestleMania. So it's dashing Cody, it's Stardust. <laughs> five trials of Cody Rhodes. All right, uh, on that note we got to take a break. We've got some news outside the ring and we're going to talk about AEW when we come back, but first a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. All right, uh, we're back and it's time for us to get to some news outside the ring. A very interesting piece of news that we found out this week from our usual uh, internet news sites and reporters. And that's about Vince McMahon uh, apparently being back. And the rumors are na mas involved in creative than uh, people expected, especially in the wake of his resignation last summer. So... Uh, Emil, did you feel na parang unti-unti nang nagkaka-influence ulit si Vince on the on what we're seeing on TV kung tama nga tong rumor na to? Yung sa product hindi pa lang masyado. But I guess Vince is just bored. <laughs> He's just bored and he has nothing to do. He has all that money on his hands and ano um he he I think he gets that itch, you know, to come back and even though Hindi na siya in charge. Like he just wants to be there. I think that's what I feel like Vince is feeling. Um, do I want him back completely? No. Pero if he's just there, siguro, I mean, he, he could he could influence one program or he could he could do that, but um, not the entire direction of the product, like the way he was running the show before he resigned. So. Siguro as part lang Pero hindi, hindi yung Siya yung may final say mm-hmm. Ikaw Chino Ramdam mo ba? No honestly I, I didn't really feel The Vince Mark On, on there um, Except Siguro doon sa rumor Na siya yung gumawa Nung Brock versus Omos That, that to me is, uh, Feels very Vince-like But other than that I think like We're still very much On Triple H uh, Side of things I think what Vince Is doing there Is if anything Trying to make the product Look good enough to sell because everybody's still on that selling high. About trying, trying to find a buyer for the WWE, trying to sell it for what he thinks it's worth, which is a lot more than what it's actually valued for. So I think he, what he thinks he's doing is, is that he is out there trying to, you know, polish the new car, so to speak. Bago ibenta. <laughs> yeah, that's actually another uh, part of the rumors na lumabas this week na there is still the element of the sale which is the main reason why he's present backstage, So uh, supposedly. Um, I don't feel it. Um, I don't feel that he's back yet. Yes, Raw does seem like it's going back to its old self. Na quick matches, a lot of story. But... I also don't think that's the case. I still think that it's pretty good. Um, it's not super good, but it's still pretty solid. It's not the same as when Triple H first took over and then he decided he wanted to impress everyone by doing takeover style cards. But it's still, I think, a far cry uh, from know, from what we used to get with Vince. I just think that Triple H realized that he 
also did need to do the the some of the corny stuff or the the lighter stuff at least that Vince was doing before. But I think uh, if Vince were uh, in control, things would still be a lot worse. My mm-hmm. uh, bagu pictures na may bigote na raw si Vince. So. <laughs> As if he wasn't creepy enough <laughs> to give him a mustache. Nagulat lang ako because I never thought na you know Vince would have facial hair, and yet when I saw the picture, I was like, oh. Uh, good for you. Na yeah. may bigote ka palang, you know, you're, like, like you're capable of growing an entire mustache. <laughs> uh, speaking of other stuff outside the ring, uh, backlash is back. So hindi na siya WrestleMania backlash. It's just gonna be backlash in Puerto Rico, the first WWE premium live event since New Year's Revolution in 2005. And our guy Bad Bunny is going to be the host of backlash. Uh, this is huge news because it's it's not every month or every PLE na. Outside the US or Saudi Arabia or the UK, diba? So, uh, technically, Puerto Rico is still in the US, but you know, it's away from the continental United States. Um, is there really anything more to, th- to this story? Uh, you, you know, Money in the Bank's happening in the UK, so that's also a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, and Bad Bunny's also one, having one hell of a year. He just made out with Kylie Jenner, and now he's uh, with Kendall Jenner, and now he's doing uh, Backlash. Good for him, man. Live your life, Bad Bunny. Live your life. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, um I think this is uh you know, people have been asking, Oh, when are we ha- when are we having a, a pay per view or a, a show uh in the Philippines? But I think uh, still probably never. No, no, <laughs> still probably never, but the fact that they are more open to doing these shows Salabasang continental US, as you mentioned, makes things, you know, a lot easier to to look forward to. I think um, the possibility has slightly opened up a lot more than it ever did before. Like, if they can do Japan, right? mm. uh, who knows? I mean, right? who knows? They could probably come here one one day, or and, at least for a Raw or a SmackDown. And they do have a Puerto Rican talent on their roster, exactly. right? so uh, it makes sense, right? Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, the WWE has always had a very good uh, history with... with uh, Puerto Rican superstars and Damian Priest being one of them so I'm sure he's going to be featured in a prominent spot uh, once backlash happens in about a couple of months in Puerto Rico Uh, speaking of international premium live events they've also announced the king and queen of the ring so yun official name of the show uh, it's going to be in Jeddah Saudi Arabia at the end of May so two pay-per-views yan for May and uh, the last king and queen uh, Xavier Woods and Zelina Vega both said on Twitter na they weren't very happy na sila yung na hindi sila na feature in that video given that they were the last winners of the crown so uh, si Zelina medyo nag-shade siya on Twitter si Woods took it a step further and made a new cut with him featured in that video. <laughs> um, you know, it's one of those things that I think could be worked just, you know, to elicit those reactions from the crowd, from the, from the wrestlers. Um, but otherwise, yeah, they're right them to be, you know, to be miffed about this whole thing. Obviously, it's a reboot for the uh, entire concept of the mm. King and Queen of the Ring. If that's the full name of the pay-per-view, yes. about King of the Ring or the King Queen? and Queen King of the Ring. God, that's so bad. <laughs> from from an editorial standpoint, that is so bad. See, what would you name it? Royals of the Ring. Wow, that was quick. <laughs> I mean, like, alliteration is there. Um, it's shorter than King and Queens. I mean, Royal Rumble, ne? Quite na. So what? I mean, yeah, no, I get it. I, I don't see them naming two things royal at the same time. It's so, yeah. from a marketing standpoint. Exactly. No, it's not. Yeah, I mean, dude, dude. Yeah, it's not royal. It's not royal. <laughs> Branding. Your fans are not that stupid. I mean, some are, but not all of them. <laughs> 
Ikaw, Emil, your thoughts on King and Queen of the Ring. Oh, Do you actually, like his name? No, Aaron is right. Why, why not just crown Jewel? But yes, I get that yeah. you need to say off the ring. You need to keep that element there. But it's... It's and- crown Jewel re- refers to Saudi Arabia mismo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, true, true. We're talking about the titles here, right? The oh. King of the Ring title. Why not just one show named King of the Ring and one show named Queen of the Ring? Why? でも、クラウンジュールの2021でばエクゼビアエンゼリーナワークラウンドですね。ああ、そうですね。ああ、そうですね。ああ、そうですね。ああ、そうですね。ああ、そうですね。ああ、そうですね。ああ、そうですね。
kind of destroy the creative freedom, the, the whole creative uh, expression of all of that when you have to stick to one thing because you should still be free to change as you see fit. That was, there's the whole other issue of what about injuries? About what about um, emergency situations? Like, uh, may nabuntis. May nabuntis or Jay Briscoe accidentally um, passing away. Diba? So what, what about those? Are, are those still subject to the rules of needing to be set in stone? How long? Well, uh, months, months ahead. Diba? So about, where does that play? I don't think the proposal is fully uh, hashed out at this point based on what we know. So... I don't think it's a good idea. Yes, it's nice to uh, to bet on wrestling and get something out of it, but um, the unintended or the, yeah, the unintended consequences to the creative part of the business is too much to uh, to just ignore. Yeah, I'm not gonna speak to like the WWE side of it, uh, obviously, because I work with the company and because I have no idea what goes on with like the planning of it all. But from personal experience, not in row. Remember when we turned heel? Like that wasn't supposed to happen at the show that it happened. And when when you and I turned heel, um, it was one of those adjustments that people in the back wanted to see. What if we just did it today? Yeah, exactly. If if we had not gone in that direction. We would have had to wait months until we could have done the things we would have wanted to do as storytellers. So imagine if at our level palang ganun nakalaki yung ripple effect of uh, predetermined things na set months in advance. What more for a larger machine like the WWE? Yeah, yeah. That's so what I'm saying about the whole creative expression thing, the whole creative freedom thing. It you think it's nice, but uh, in practice, it really isn't. Uh, Kayo, Chino, Emil, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, no, as a betting man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're just talking about it? Yeah. Okay. I do, so, DraftKings? I, do, I, I tried DraftKings once. I did a parlay. Lost. It's fine. All right. Uh, I, I, it's interesting. Because here, like we just discussed it, wrestling is predetermined. Right? So your prediction for these sorts of things is going to have to change uh, considering that it is more a story than an actual sport. Diba? So parang yung approach mo dito is, is a different form of analysis. Uh, it's not going to be about technique or your fitness regiment or whatever. Diba? Di ka titigin ng, di ka titigin ng draft day cards. Di ka titigin ng roster scouting. At titignan mo dito yung kwento, diba? Yeah. Who needs to go over in the long run. And so it's gonna change how people bet on certain things. I am clear DraftKings also has categories like, makakailang suplex si Brock Lesnar or who's gonna, <laughs> yeah, diba? Yeah, diba? They do that, they do that as well. So that'll be interesting as well moving forward. Yeah, baka yun yung ano, mas gusto nilang ma-achieve with mm. these legitimate partnerships, not necessarily but, who wins or loses. But that's easier to fix though. Diba? Yeah. Like, uh, it's like, it's like point shaving. Diba? You can yeah. control that and you can, oh. And but, it's, especially in, in, in like wrestling, diba? Kasi sabihin, kaya kalaban ko si Brock, sabihin ko, oh Brock, ito yung spread. Oh, diba? <laughs> oh exactly. Super, suplexin mo ko diba ang beses. Para hindi umabot sa ano. Diba? Like, it's easier because you're yeah. talking to each other in the ring. So Emil, would you bet your life savings on how many suplexes Brock Lesnar would do in a match against Omos? No. <laughs> Over under five. <laughs> <laughs> Over under five. Sige, pwede. No, uh, no. Why? He's, he's gonna say, oh, an over natin para matalo si Emil. No, oh, yeah, yeah. That's the problem. That's the problem with this. Yeah, like, I don't like sports gambling at all, but I can see people, they, they like it. They love to, they love to, to gamble as long as it's their own money. <laughs> and, and it's complicated because Wrestling isn't really as I mean, yes, oh, yeah, it's sports yeah. entertainment, but it's not a sport. 
You know, there are other, there's so many factors that comes into wrestling that will be affected if there's going to be the uh, uh, legalized uh, betting. Mm-hmm. Uh, people in the chat, people on the watch party, let us know what you think in the comments as always. Uh, we'd love to hear from you because we're going to spitball on this particular issue. Medyo fresh actually because CNBC just published a story of a few hours before we did the live stream. So while you let that digest uh, in your brains and everything, we're going to cross over to AEW. And we're going to talk about one Maxwell Jacob Friedman and what he did with a child uh, in the main event of Revolution. <laughs> he splashed uh, uh, he splashed water or tequila, uh, whatever. It's tequila. Uh, tequila. Confirm that. Yeah. All right. So he splashed tequila on a kid in the front row. Um, obviously, we have learned here in the local scene the hard way. Now, it's not a good idea. We'll tell you why first. Uh, we'll tell you why later on. But I want to ask you guys how AEW addressed it if you think that was the right way. And for those of you who didn't uh, catch those details, what AEW's PR and community teams did was they brought the child backstage for a, uh, an impromptu meet and greet with Powerhouse Hobbs. They gave him an acclaimed foam finger. And I don't know what else. Maybe take it to Sacramento. Yes. Wait, correction. Yeah. The foam finger wasn't given by AEW. It was actually bought by a member of the Fightful yeah, staff. Yeah. Yes. 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 So they didn't even put out money for the bird. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, but um, they still did something for her, yeah. for the kid. Um, they they uh, gave them tickets to the Sacramento show. Uh, in Kalina, yeah. Kalina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's that. Uh, so might as well. I thought that was a good response, mostly because um, Tony Khan immediately identified that as something that needed to be fixing. Mm. Because most others won't, not because they are, you know, maybe not because they don't think it is, but because they didn't know it was. Yeah. So I will give credit to Tony Khan for getting on top of that. So uh, to me, the fact that he acknowledged that and said that he talked to MJF, that was pretty big. Um, there was an apology already by way of the restitution, so that's pretty good. Um, I think he handled this pretty well. Igo Chino, did you think MJF crossed the line? Honestly, say, see, MJ, it's interesting. MJF to me is like a method actor, and if you guys know your Hollywood, method acting is very controversial because it affects how people relate to you on like a real level, like outside of the character. See, MJF is a kind of guy who likes to live his gimmick, the right? So he's an asshole in the ring. He's an asshole outside of the ring. That's just how he is. He wants to commit himself to the role because that's what he believes makes him the best. Now, unfortunately, when that happens, may mga nangyayaring ganito. Diba? It's good for the character, but it's bad for everybody else because everybody else has to do the cleanup. I will yeah. say, during the pay-per-view, they, before everything even happened, they started, they actually flashed uh, a disclaimer uh, warning everybody who was seated in the front rows that they can't be affected by the action happening inside of the ring. So that's a sign you know to get out of the way, to be smart enough to move out of the way, kung may wrestler na dadaan, and that by sitting in that front row or wherever the affected rows, you are acknowledging and taking responsibility for your own actions. That said, hindi ko alam kung applicable yun dun sa nangyari sa bata because A, bata yun. Yes. And, and B, I don't know if you consider um, tequila to the face an actionable <laughs> offense. Diba? Maybe, maybe. That's alcohol to your it's face. Alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe not. Okay, anyway, regardless, you lang din yung nakita ko. AEW covered their bases. Yes, I will agree on that. Okay. Ikaw, Emil, did you think a line was crossed? Yes, I, I do think a line was crossed. Kasi, yes, MJF is a heel, but he can generate heat without doing that. 
So, so for me, it's one of those things that I've already said on the show that he does so many unnecessary stuff just just for the sake of heat. And he and we all know he could he could absolutely do that without those. So, plus it's a kid, you know. And and hindi na kid. The kid was just sitting there minding his own business, and bigla na siyang tinapunan ng tequila. So, any other parent would have been mad. And, and you know, and madami nagsasabi, oh, like, uh, if that was their kid, you know, they would, you know, parang, they would take pride in it because MJF uh, is a heel. Yeah, and that makes you a shitty parent. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I saw a lot of comments like that online. Like, if, if that was me, I would take pride in it because I got to be a part of the show. You're not a part of the show. Yo, oh, you're a fan. You paid for a ticket. Yeah. You are not. Part, you are there to yeah, watch the show. The, exactly. You are not part of the you're show. You're not part of the show. So you know, sabang sabang na inisahod don because he doesn't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Like people are justifying the action without realizing that he should have done that in the first place. I, anyway, I, I mean, you said something interesting here. During the show itself, when they were doing the championship announcement. People were booing Brian and cheering for MJF. Okay, yeah. So there might have been something at work right. there. To say. Yeah. It was very audible that Brian wanted to be cheered, but they were booing him for some reason. Because MJF is like the indie darling, right? the, He's the guy that's hot on the internet because of all his antics. So maybe that was a decision making. Yeah, maybe. I argue that he should have done something else. Yeah. Don't, don't mess with the kid. Yeah, they, um, they, poor kid. They, it should have been that to way. to the whole disclaimer thing about you know don't sit or if you sit here you acknowledge that I think what that pertains to is young strays you know like for example if you're in the front row you must splinters then, oh. if you're in the front row and then someone does a suicide dive to your section and then you get hit oh. um, that's a stray but you know not someone conscientiously <laughs> involving you in, in the act singling you the out yeah. and targeting yeah. you yeah that's not that's not a stray that is uh, an actual deliberate attack. Uh, the whole thing, doing something physical to a fan or a fan doing something physical to a wrestler, that both ways are assault. Yep. It could be construed as assault because, uh, syempre, wala namang consent on either party involved. Uh, either party who, be- who becomes the victim, no matter if you are a wrestler or a fan. So that is why, um, this wasn't okay. Yeah, um, as... Uh, as someone who portrayed a heel, but for me, the line has always been don't get physical with the fans. But yes. even coming here in the local scene, we kind of learned that the hard way several years ago at a PWR show that was held in Bayanihan. So, 2017 to. Uh, one of the YOLO twins spat on a child who was sitting in the front row. And then right after their match, uh, the dad of the child went backstage and threatened to beat up the YOLO twin. And but when you look at it from a parenting standpoint, I can't blame the father yes. at all. Kasi yung anak niya dinuraan eh, di ba? Parang binastos mo yung anak mo na I'm a paying customer and then you disrespect me like this by getting physical with me and my child. And um, as as uh, it was told to me, kasi wala ako sa area na when it happened, the twins didn't apologize muna nung simula because their justification was heel kami. We're doing heel work, di ba? Kasi hindi naman yung turo sa'yo, di ba? Piss off the crowd because you're the heel. That's your job. But there is a line there that was crossed na at the time, hindi rin very clear to all of us existed. And that's when we knew na you can say whatever you want to the crowd, to the audience, but never get physical with them. And that in, in, includes splashing them with fluids bodily or otherwise. Yeah, but uh, the thing to remember is that they didn't consent to that. They consented to be part of uh, part of the people watching the show, but not uh, being part of the actual show. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, anything else that uh, we need to say about this one? I think it's pretty clear, like what the general stance of the pod is. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. All right, okay. Now let's get to the actual match and the result, which is that MJF survived Brian Danielson in the Iron Man match. And uh, did you think that AEW missed a huge opportunity here for a feel-good moment? Uh, Siro he alluded to another heartbreak. Ikaw, Chino, did you feel that it, it was a legitimate heartbreak since you were there? No, I did not. I wanted MJF to win. Um, number one, because by beating somebody in the caliber of Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, uh, he is able to put another notch in his belt. He's still very fresh in this run, right? Is this what? His third defense? Total uh, as an AEW champion. So, parang, having that notch in his belt really just cements him to be the, the future of this brand, which is what they're trying to do. They're trying to put the entire brand on this young guy's shoulder and trying to make him the top guy for their promotion, which is also still pretty young. So, ako, I like that MJF was able to beat somebody like uh, Brian Danielson because it just it, it just adds to his uh, legend. Yeah, and to me, naman, hindi rin kasi we all know MJF's not going to lose his first feud as the champion. And I, I, I said last week na his reign is doing nothing for me, but you know, this is a start. Like a credible win over one of the best wrestlers in the world today that that adds something to the history of the reign. So, Brian did an incredible job of putting me putting him over the entire feud. He was the one carrying this feud, not really MJF, but with that match, he did a, such a good job of making MJF a legitimate uh, threat again. So, um, I think both MJF and Brian did their parts really well, and um, and I'm okay with MJF winning this one. All right, um, you mentioned that. It didn't do well for you at the beginning, and then yeah. the the match made you believe it. That's the problem, because uh, Tony Khan had to rely on the match yes. and to, and on Brian's promo before the show, right? to make it mean something. Because if he didn't have that, uh, his booking of MJF was doing him no favor. So that's why I thought that Brian should have won because Brian was putting in the better case to be a, be the face of the company right now. But yes, I agree, man. Uh, MJF shouldn't have lost. Um, shouldn't have or shouldn't be losing his first feud but the way they were going about it it sure did seem like he should have you know um i don't know if the momentum will carry on i think that's a problem because with uh tony khan storytelling at the moment uh he it, it's ironic as he's relying he's falling back on what vince used to do now okay the storytelling isn't perfect but we'll give the guys a minute you know uh 10 minutes to to wrestle a good match on the pay-per-view and that will carry me over to the next cycle. Right? So, because it's a far cry from what Tony Khan used to be when AEW was fresher than it is now. And that's why I thought that it was such a miss because the, the layup was right there. They could have uh, made a lot of people happy with um, uh, the story that they ended up telling. It's one of those things. It's like the Sammy thing inadvertently becoming the must finish story uh, from WWE. Right? So they didn't intend for it to be that way. In the same way, Tony Khan didn't intend for uh, uh, Brian Danielson to want to, you know, to, to should be uh, 
taking the championship from MJF. But it is the way it is. And I thought it was a big, uh, no, big miss to not make people happy. But again, the Chino did say that the crowd in the uh, the crowd at the arena did want MJF to win. So I guess there is that. But you know, uh, it's just me, and I feel sad about it. Ito, tanong ni Glendale, and I want to ask you guys as well. Brian said on Dynamite earlier na he's going home. Clearly, he's affected by everything MJF said and everything MJF did in the match. And now he's going home. So, your thoughts on that? I think he's going home first. Because he's been having a string of great matches since the start of the year. And we all know Brian's like not getting any younger. And he has... The, you know, his histories of injuries and all all that stuff. So I think uh, this uh, allows him to take some time off, and then so you know, he'll be he'll be back before all out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think it's time that in then it's it's gonna take a hit. The the product is gonna take a hit, but uh, it makes sense. Uh, Brian deserves to rest as well. He did put himself through the trials, uh, like MJF's opponents always. Yeah, that do. was one hell of a match. Yes, yeah. like yeah. yeah. live is deserve. Bakano ninety nine name fatigue ni Brian. Yeah, sa my GM. Kung baka yung yung katawan niya pulang pulang nila. Yes, damage na. Pangan naman. Pangan naman. All right, kami naman magpapaing. We're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna unpack more stuff. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. From AEW Revolution and from Dynamite earlier, but first a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. All right, time for the bonus audio only conversations. Uh, we're going to go back to WWE for this one, and this is on SmackDown happening over the weekend. Uh, there will be a fatal five way to determine Gunther's WrestleMania challenger for the Intercontinental Championship. So it's Kofi Kingston, LA Knight, Karrion Cross, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus. And the usapusapan sa internet is that it's likely going to be Drew versus Sheamus versus Gunther in a triple threat for the IC title. Um, I'm okay with like a fatal five way match like this. Medyo nagulat lang ako na biglang magkaaway na ulit sina Drew and Sheamus. Yeah. I'm more surprised that Kofi's still in this considering that he's supposed to be injured. Yeah, uh, I think they're gonna, you know, replace should, that. Yeah. I mean, a 350 pound guy landed on him. Yeah. So, parang kawawa naman siya kung pinag-wrestling pa siya, diba? Yeah, I think they're gonna replace it at the last second. Um, but yeah, I, um, I'm okay with how, um, Drew and Seamus turned. Yes, it wasn't a slow burn, but, um, we all knew when a Seamus was yeah. uh, a petulant child. Uh, he was, he was always that. He was never anything else but that. So it kind of makes sense for him to suddenly be a child again. Um, Sayang lang that it wasn't a longer term story, but it makes sense to me. I don't actually think it needed to be a longer yeah, term sure. story. Because yeah. he said that Seamus has always been impatient and selfish and all those other things and brash and all those other things that he said uh, Seamus was. So if yung stigma ni Seamus, then it makes sense for him to feel like Drew uh, slighted him here. Yeah. And... Uh, 
It's a good thing that Sheamus is going back to the Intercontinental Championship scene because on my very first episode here, I did say that I'm manifesting that Sheamus is going to win the IC title at Mania. So that manifestation is still alive. And I want Sheamus to, to at least if, if, if it's not going to be Sheamus versus Gunter, I wish it would be a triple threat with Drew McIntyre in it. So... Yeah. Oh, uh, in play in Grand Slam ni Sheamus. Yes, that's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go over to NXT. And the big development from this week is that Shawn Michaels is indeed not coming out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> really? Let the man rest, sir. But instead, uh, our guy Johnny Gargano has stepped up to take on Grayson Waller in Shawn Michaels' uh, place at NXT Stand and Deliver. Imagine if he does come out of retirement for Grayson Waller. Undertaker. Stand and Deliver. Not even at Mania. Not even at Mania. Stand and Deliver. Be a hell of a run, <laughs> yeah. If that happened, yeah. oh, right? Uh, the 58 years old, that's Sean Michaels, but in the end, yeah, he's 58. So, I mean, Ric Flair's still wrestling, guys. Come on, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No, actually, yeah. I would have been okay with it. Like, uh, it, it is Grayson Waller, our boy, so mm. okay, then, yeah. but um, I do like this. It's it's Gargano, he is Mr. NXT, so this is pretty okay. Uh, surprising, uh, in the sense that. You never know who is coming down from the main roster to go to NXT. I think they've been protecting those um, rumors really well. So that's pretty cool. And it makes sense. Um, they, they do kind of have history, John Michaels and Gargano as, you know, mentor men. And Grayson and, Grayson and Johnny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Grayson and Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he hit him with the chair yeah, multiple yeah. times. Yeah. I remember now. Yes. So that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm just glad that things worked out such that they were actually able to execute a payoff for something that they did with no guarantee that Gargano was ever coming back to WWE. Exactly, and uh, and when you, when you look when you look back at uh, the way Johnny had its had this uh, exit to to NXT, kudos to them because they at least they left it open ended. Like they if if Johnny's not gonna come back, then okay, fine. That's the way we write him off. NXT or WWE, but if he does come back, they will have something to revisit there. So they capitalized on it, and um, this is like long—not really long-term story. I'm just going back to something that they did uh, a year and a half ago. So I'm excited for this match. And nung lumabas si Johnny, I was so happy. Na oh oh, okay, it made sense. It it makes sense because any uh, Waller took Johnny on his way out. So. Uh, everything fell into place perfectly, and now we're gonna get this tremendous match at Stand and Deliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, last bit of news here from NXT is from outside the ring. It was reported uh, reported by Tokyo Sports earlier this week that Saray is on her way out of WWE after her contract expires. Magpapreskon uh, on March 13 to announce the resumption of her wrestling career in Japan, and her return match will take place at an event this May. Uh, in the Shinjuku area, this uh, iconic place called Shinjuku Face, which Crystal has actually wrestled at. So uh, she's going to go back to her old name of Sa- uh, Sari or Sari. Um, what do you think about this role? Say, we haven't seen Sari in WWE since August. Sayang lang. Um, it was really unfortunate for Saray. So from Malasangnya, because she went to NXT uh, at a time where Triple H was still in charge and Triple H was the kind of showrunner that saw the value in her. And then, 
nagkataon that they got caught up in the pandemic. They got caught up in the whole um, Vince takeover of NXT, the Vincization of NXT. And then they gave her... They, they tried to do something with her. I, I appreciated the, the magical girl gimmick. The Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. something. It was something. Because it was something that could have hooked in an entire subset of an audience, right? Uh, could have been something for female fans to, to really latch on to. But... It just the I think she didn't get the support that she needed, especially after Triple H stopped being in charge of NXT, and she just got caught up in the crossfire. And it's good for her, I guess, that she realized now. Okay, um, this didn't turn out the way she hoped to be. Uh, She hoped that it would rather, and she had the agility to pack up and go back to Japan. So that's pretty cool for her. Um, She's still young, I think. Um, Yeah. She is very young. Yeah, so this isn't the end of her career. Like, they could, there could always be a time where she gets to become a bigger star and she comes back to WWE. Uh, Triple H makes it right by her. I think those are all things that could be possible. So um, good for her that she decided to uh, go where she was valued. Yeah, uh, she's 26. So imagine having these career options to laid out for you at 26. Good for her. Now she's able to uh, make the most out of that next move. Now she's like, okay, I'm I'm done sitting on the sidelines, right? And I know, and uh, I really thought there was something there with the Sailor Moon gimmick. I really, I really dig that. But you know, it's just unfortunate. Um, I think she's like the last of the ja- like the latest Japanese signees. Well, that's in Pamang Natirasana. See, it can be Jiro. Yeah, Jiro right? still. No, Jiro's still there. Oh, yeah, Jiro's still there. So, Jiro is older, though. So, yeah. I think it would, I think that's why he hasn't really, you know, tried to go anywhere else. Because, like, it would still be, I believe, uh, a spot for him where he gets to be uh, better off financially. Yeah, but with, with someone who's Sarai, who, uh, Sarai, sorry, Sarai, who uh, is younger, hey, you know, she's. She, uh, she's young and she wants to do she wants to go elsewhere and she has every right to and uh sayang lang with her tenure WWE could have been more but uh, I don't, um it, it is what it is and we wish her uh um well in her future endeavors uh, that's going to do it for us here on the audio only part of uh, this week's episode on the wrestling wrestling podcast before we get to our talk about AEW, we got to let you know about our friends from GoTime Bank because you can get ready right now to take control of your finances with GoTime Bank. You can download the app now on Google Play or on the App Store and open account in less than five minutes to experience next level banking at your fingertips. You can check out GoTime Bank's official social media pages in the description box of this podcast or go to www.gotime.com.ph. That's www. G-O-T-Y-M-E.com.ph for more information. It's go time. All right, go. Uh, go time natayo on AEW. Um, clearly, di pa tayo tapos with John Moxley versus Hangman Adam Page. And things took a turn when the Blackpool com- uh, Combat Club uh, turned heel on Hangman Page and the Dark Order. And I don't know about you guys, but like, aren't there too many heel stables in AEW at this point? Yeah, too many. We got uh, the JAS, House of Black, and now the Blackpool Combat Club has uh, turned to the dark side. And we all saw this coming. Uh, we predicted this last week, 
I mean, last week they were already kind of towards leaning towards uh, heelish uh, behavior, but this week they've gone fully heel. And I really thought this feud was done at the Texas Death Match because that's usually oh, major feud ending, feud right? ending, really. And I don't know, maybe this will lead to a bloods and guts match, but I don't know. Masab, pang malayo yon yung bloods and guts, but. I don't know about this. I mean, <laughs> the BCC should have been gone. Should have been history a long time ago. But I yeah, know. I mean, the history of the Blackpool Combat Club is it doesn't benefit them at all, especially with how William Regal just left the bar. It doesn't benefit them at all because now they're gonna get stuck in booking limbo, like what is happening right now. Brian is actually not part of it anymore. I guess <laughs> I don't know what he just he just decided to do his own thing, like like Aaron Carter, uh, and then or Nick Carter, Nick sorry, Carter. and uh, <laughs> then and then everybody else is still just the Backstreet Boys again. So I don't know, man. It's just like they're just like in a weird booking limbo now. Uh, he's not gone from the group. He's just really doing his own thing, like Nick. Yeah. But uh, my problem with this is not that there were too many heel stables in in AW, but more of they're they're doing that thing again where Tony Khan extends everything to include everyone in the story, which is nice. But I also feel like it's a lazy way to include people um, on the shows because it you do get that inclusivity in exchange for. Telling the story that never ends. So I, I mean, in a way, it makes sense logically to cross over to that next chapter, but it's not a chapter we want to see. We want to keep seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading online that people on Twitter were saying, "Nah, what an organic heel turn for BCC." Dito narin sila papunta. Do you guys agree? No, um, no, Mox was only the organic part. Like, uh, yes, Utah was uh, slightly pissed at best friends uh, at, at Orange Cassidy all of a sudden. But none of that was organic for Utah and Claudio. Mm-hmm. Uh, ang sabi ko lang dito is sakto yung pagkain ko ng $20 nachos dun sa tenedor ni John Moxley. <laughs> like, like, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Ego Emil. Nah, this, it, it wasn't organic. I mean, again, only Mox was really having that slow transition to a heel turn. And siguro nag heel turn la si Claudio and Utah because of association. But yeah. other than that, I mean, Claudio was over as a face as an ROH world champion. So it doesn't make sense for them to turn heel. Uh, the only thing I can think of is because, I think, kasama nila si Kupal na yung kasama ko. Kupal na rin ako. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs is now your TNT champion, and Wardlow has set the record for the shortest TNT championship reign. Uh, Medyo malas pa ng kuya nyo na nanakawan pa siya the day before Dynamite. Uh, Chino, you're from the Bay. What do you think about um, this incident? (laughs) I mean, mean, listen, as somebody who literally was there, San Francisco. The Bay Area really has a serious homeless problem. See, I didn't know that. It, it is, man. It's very serious. Um, I, 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 I do this joke where I say my favorite part of San Francisco or San Francisco to me is like that show, The Last of Us. Only instead of zombies, they have crackheads. 
and that's scarier because I've never seen a crackhead. I've never seen a zombie shit himself. <laughs> True story. You see crackheads just taking a dump on the corner of the streets. It's neither here nor there, though. But it's a very, it's a very serious homelessness problem, a very serious car break in problems. My siblings who live there full time have their, have had their car broken into twice for each of them so apat na beses so it's not very surprising na, na nangyari to kay Wardlow swerte na lang nung nagnakaw na may belt na siya ngayon diba in, yung, the, it's the real deal pa hindi pa yung replica so congrats to whoever got that belt but I mean may kupal siya man yung gear and boots ni Wardlow pinaslip din niya well yeah that's what happens I mean they took my brothers we need the poop pillow what were they gonna do with that <laughs> diba so if they, people sometimes there people in the in the city of San Francisco are crazy. You know they just do shit and don't think about it. So it's just something you gotta learn to live with, especially if, if you you just leave your car parked out uh, in the middle of a street somewhere. So minus the guy, it's this thing that happens in in, in that part of the world. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs winning the TNT championship. Good call, Baro. No, I mean, I mean yes, in theory, without uh, the whole QT Marshall thing, but. If I were Hobbs, I would be pissed at the fact that I needed, uh, that I was written to need QT Marshall to help me win the championship, which by all accounts, this dude was pretty much ready for anyway. He's he's no chump. He's huge. That's why he's called a powerhouse. And then you need QT to to help you cheat to win. Also, well, hella pop during Revolution in the arena because he's a Bay Area native. So. But yeah, he is more than ready. So I don't know what Cutie Marshall is still. Maaligid to Cutie. Yeah, there, there's this new alliance seemingly between Powerhouse Hobbs and Cutie Marshall. Ikaw, Emil, is this doing anything for you? No, because Powerhouse Hobbs just came from a stable. The team Taz. So he's just starting to do his own thing. And now he's going to be part of another... Yeah, he's the alpha now. Okay, but I, I want him to have his own like singles run. I I believe he can do it. I believe he can pull it off. He doesn't need anyone. Like you know, he he he's a credible champion uh, on his own. He doesn't need anyone. So, um, nada lang napa. I want one. I want gold nila with QT. Maybe just they just want to use him or something. Ito tanong ni Aaron sa comments. What's QTV? Is that a gimmick they've been doing uh, for quite some time online? Uh, I do not know. I think that's so dark. That's uh, so dark. That's so dark. dark it, it sounds like a dark gimmick. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Yeah, it's on his, on his t-shirt and then the reference to yeah. Excalibur. And clearly none of us have gotten it probably because none of us watch dark. No, I mean, I haven't watched dark in a while. I do watch dark, but not in a while. So uh, it would have been nice to get this explanation. Yeah. Okay, uh, what was the match pala earlier? Because when I saw it on YouTube, it was a false count anywhere, but... Uh, Warlow was counted out like to ten. Like, uh, was was there specific like? Yeah, next match sila sa labas ba? Medyo magulo actually yeah, the way that they set up the match. Yeah, uh, I was I was confused by that. <laughs> you know, so. Yes, uh, somebody in the comments can probably answer that. Uh, while they do that, let's talk about the women. Ruby Soho turned heel at Revolution, and she has officially uh got in, gotten in bed uh, figuratively with. Uh, Tony Storm and Saraya, so Team X WWE. So, did Ruby Soho need this, Chino? Oh, yes. Because she hasn't really been interesting uh, ever since her debut. debut. Uh, she, but is that her fault? Not necessarily, but then just turning her heel, is that her fault? 
It might be then. This is really, if we're going to break it down, really, it's, it's all booking's fault. <laughs> booking. Yeah. So, so, ako, ang sinasabi ko lang is, now that she's a heel, I can actually be invested in the storyline, diba? Na parang, there is room for one more person on the other side of the fence to appear. Whoever that person may be, uh, whoever it is, whether it's Mercedes Monet or somebody else that's making a comeback, it will be interesting to find out as the story progresses on. And it's also interesting for me, because for this, for the longest time, Ruby Soros has been middling a lot for me. And it, she didn't seem as legitimate as her debut. Now, at least, she, she has a little muscle behind her in the form of Soraya and Tony Storm. And it's something to be a little bit intimidated by. Mm-hmm. Ikaw, Emil, you like this heel turn? I, yes, because at least it, Gives Ruby Soho a fresh, uh, uh, you know, some TV time, I guess. And uh, I will predict this now, but I think there will be a women's blood and guts match since we're already a couple of months away and they're slowly building up to this, you know, outsiders versus Team AW thing. So I I guess malami pang sasalid dito sa feud na to. Okay, um, oh, sorry. Um, okay, sana, but it wasn't built. Well, like uh, I, I didn't mind the idea of Ruby turning. Oh heel. yeah, definitely. I, I just wish na you know it, it, it did. I mean, it does make sense, but it I wish it made more sense um, to people watching. Like uh, one, uh, one quick um, roll up from Jamie Hader, I think shouldn't have been enough <laughs> to you know ignite that heel turn. Like I, I, I wish there was more booking to yeah. it. And also the placement of the card didn't benefit the women oh. at all. Like yeah. it followed that killer uh trios championship. After no next year that ng tao eh. Yeah. <laughs> and it sucks. unfortunately had to be the women who took the brunt of that. Yeah. I was in the restroom when Jamie Hayter rolled the uh, <laughs> rolled Tony Storm. Oh sorry, Sino yung Pininya, si Ruby, Ruby, Ruby yeah. for the win, diba? And Serea was a non factor. Eh, I missed an entire card. But that just sucks for them because it doesn't give them the opportunity to tell the story properly. It doesn't give them the opportunity to showcase their talents. And again, it's just the problem. With AEW female booking. Yep. I have a big question. Uh, well, not uh, kayo, if you, you guys want to answer it, but it's more of like the, the idea that why you emphasize na, na these freelancers, these outsiders to refer to Saraya and Tony and now Ruby Soho. When you think about it, diba, halos lahat naman sila sa AEW, it you know, came from somewhere else. And a big part of the roster came from WWE. And to call Tony and Saraya, who are Full-time AEW performers, like freelancers and outsiders, uh, parang from a story sense, edi, mas lalo silang may alienate, mas lalo silang justify in uh, the way that they're lashing out, di ba? Yeah, that's the idea. To yeah. give them more of a reason to lash out, to make them more different from the rest of the division. Kasi, tingin nila angat sila So, they're, they're leaning into it. So, I think it makes sense in that regard. I agree with Ro here. Because by, by Soraya and Tony and Ruby labeling themselves as outsiders, it seems like they're coming into this with an air of confidence. Demotion Sam and Tony AEW. We are better than everybody else here. But kami pupunta sa level? Sinasabi mo, di ba, bakit kami pupunta sa level nyo? No, kayo yung pupunta sa level namin. That's, that's essentially what they're trying to pull off here. 
Diba? They're trying to say that we are here because we are better than everybody and else. And we want to make this place yes. better yes. than, than uh, what y'all are doing yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, now that makes sense to me. Something <laughs> clearly didn't click. <laughs> All right, last bit here on the stream since we are uh, giving you a supersized edition of the show. Uh, we got to talk about the Trios Championship, which the House of Black won at AEW Revolution. And next week, there will be a three-way Trios match with the Jericho Appreciation Society and the Elite all involved. So, um, what a mess. What a mess. <laughs> no, no, when the JAS won, I thought it was just them. And then, yung pala may rematch pala si Elite. Yes. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, so basically, sabi ni House of Black, Edi, you want some? Come get some. They pretty much said that on the mic, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to win. Um, yeah. I think it's built for them to curb stomp. Like, I don't, it would be a huge surprise, but I also would not be putting it above them to suddenly hot potato this to the JAS. But um, there should be a House of Black cakewalk. I do like that the House of Black won. Um, we did mention last week that if they didn't win, what 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 is this all for, Deba? Mm. Yeah, I'm actually glad that House of Black won, even though I predicted the elite because I think um they 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 have really no well I say no purpose as eh? AEW for me before winning the trio. So at least now they have something to do. Now they're gonna get uh, some more TV time because they're the champions and the trios championship is something that gets defended way more often than the, 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 the tag team titles. So, and the the House of Black are three of the most talented people on the roster anyway. So that's a, that's a good thing as well. So, um, so and next week probably House of Black will retain. All right, uh, congratulations to Malachi Black, uh, Buddy Matthews, and. Uh, Brody King for winning the AEW Trios Championship. Hopefully a successful title defense next week on Dynamite. And that's going to do it for us on the live stream. Uh, thank you for joining us for this really uh, packed episode. Chino, welcome back. Thank, thank you for you. Uh, sharing my first-hand stories from Revolution. It really uh, oh, yeah, added no, color. I just want to add to the Trios Champ, favorite match of the night. That, that, yeah. that, whole, that whole thing made it feel like you were at a show. Right? You were seeing people jump off things. People coming for the saves again. It's very good. So I'm happy with the House of Black. I say they really did get the pop when they won the titles. So, so yeah, they then. did some good good lucha things for uh, a trios match, which you know you can expect good lucha things from. Uh, let's talk about some stuff happening outside of the pod. Chino, let's start with you. Uh, oh, yeah. Anything coming up? We have uh, more stand-up coming your way. So every single weekend of March and April, we have stand-up shows all over the metro. Sometimes dalawa, minsan tatlo pa, all on the same night. For all the shows, just head over to www.comedymanila.com or comedymanila.ph. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Emil. Anything going on? Uh, not much. Just follow me on TikTok at email underscore Meister twenty two for some sports uh, opinions. I post there uh, more often, and then on Twitter at email underscore Meister. All right, bro. All right, guys. If you were not at the MWF Kasai Sign taping last Sunday, you missed Ken Warren's last show, last match in the Philippines because he's migrating to Canada. But luckily, you can still watch that by subscribing to the MWF Gank. It is ManilaWrestling.com for as low as ten dollars or around you know five hundred seventy pesos. You can pay by a by a credit card, debit card, or GCash. Um, if you want to, you know. 
check out an important piece of Philippine wrestling. So if you also want to support um, uh, local wrestling, that's the best way to do it. Um, and then we'll stay tuned. Uh, if you stay tuned, Chempre will have the next taping of Manila Wrestling Federation next month at um, uh, Power Max Center Spotlight at Circuit Mahati. Uh, also, please follow um, us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod because we're still posting content. And yeah, pretty much that's it. All right. Uh, for me, uh, go check out On Deck with Stan C Season 5 in full swing. Uh, I just released an episode yesterday about uh, the end of my radio comeback. And uh, next week, the um, episode for that has already been recorded right here at the PNA Studios. Uh, speaking of the, uh, the PNA Studios, we'll be back here next month for our live anniversary podcast. Uh, and if you want tickets to that, we'll announce it as details um, get finalized in the next week or so. Uh, for now, though, plugging once again, our Wrestlemania watch party at Skinny Mike's April 2 and 3 Manila time gates open at 7am the link to sign up and to pre-order tickets is on our Facebook page facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast um, don't forget to follow us individually it is at Rois War at EML underscore Meister at Gina Supersized at Monday Night Rowan and at underscore Stan C it's at wrestling wrestling podcast and at wrestling to expod on our socials we're going to catch you again next Next week for our picks of the week and another live stream. But until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling, wrestling podcast out. Bye bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>